0: Fucking white man, you fucking stop calling me a faggot. And st- like, this has been going on, like, we've mentioned it before, but it's like, I've never heard this person. And this is, this is crazy. So, I'm like, Chris, I told his mom, I'm like, he's got, he's got to go. He's, like, he's got to chill out, do something, cause I can't live like this. This is too much. Yo, so this is real. Yeah, this is why he's, not, he's in Florida right now. He left Tuesday.
1: Um, Welcome to <laughs> episode 16 of the Fresh and Chrissy pissy Podcast. Uh, we have the host, Aaron. You're
0: really like cutting him out. I know. No, You're that? Yeah, I am too. What do you think the issue is? Uh,
1: I don't know. Let's put a second one over here. Hey.
0: Testing. 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 I'm sorry, I pulled you away from your. No, your it's a okay. post. It's good. Okay. Yeah. We needed that. Um your normal
1: station. <laughs> uh, loud. All right, yeah. W- welcome to episode 16 of the Fresh and Crazy Pissing Podcast. As you can see, I'm I not am <laughs> not Chris. There's drama afoot. Aaron and I were previously discussing, as uh, you heard a little intro, but Man. we're going to go into some more details because it sounds juicy. <laughs> <laughs> it's juicy. <laughs> no, you all remember this feud that... That's the Amber
0: Alert. Christ, you do have your phone on silent? I can't control the Oh, no, mine
2: too.
1: <laughs> I'm a douchebag. And it's not an Amber Alert, bro. It's a tornado. It's an emergency alert. Yeah, not every emergency means the child is stolen.
0: But there's a tornado in this area. I know. Well, that's what they said. Did it touch down? This is until 545, so we got 40 minutes. So pretty much, the this show. is a tornado podcast.
2: Well, at least Where you have the name go? of the episode, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sharknado. Stuff.
1: Well, as you can see, I'm not Chris. Um, oh, I said that already. I was going to say it a couple episodes ago, maybe it was like 14, Chris, maybe it was the last one, <laughs> Chris talked about the feud in which he is beefing with his upstairs neighbor. Yeah. And I, I kind of was just laughing in the corner, taking pictures, thinking, oh, another funny show. But apparently it's gotten out of control. And right. Right. <laughs> It's really out of hand. Yeah, Aaron, tell the people what's going
0: on. I just don't know how to address it. Like, what's we'll from the beginning? What's the first thing you remember? The first of their. I thought I already covered this. Already were talking about their their history. Yeah, we we need to go back. We need a I mean, process. I'm just gonna give you everything from my standpoint. Usually, it's I'm in my room, just chilling, <laughs> and all I hear is usually Chris is screaming at top of his lungs. I like at first I just thought it was like playing video games and you know flipping out on people online or something like that, but. Eventually it just kept going. I'm like Chris. I come out like, who are you? Why are you screaming? Like, what is going on? Like, why are you screaming like this? And he told me. He he's like this guy who lives above us. He, he fucking call me a gay fag and shit through the air vent. He's like I'm trying to trying to have my private time, and he's always calling me a faggot. And I was like, are you serious? Like, and I just took him at his word at it. And then it's been going on for. At least a year now. But I've never heard never heard this person. I don't know. Have you met him before? He said the one day we came to the podcast, like a couple weeks ago, we passed him going down the stairs in our apartment building. Like, as we went down, we went down the parking garage. He's like, yeah, that was him. I'm like, how do you know? Have you ever seen him in person, like talked to him? He's like, I know his voice. Like, but have you actually seen this person? Like, do you know for sure? He's like, I heard his voice. He's like, that was him. I was like, really, Chris? I'm like... <laughs> yeah, we're
1: yeah,
0: right. Um, that's yeah. what we're talking about. Our producer,
1: executive producer, uh, Larry. I don't know if he's asking what Chris is today. <laughs> we'll, we'll fill you in. <laughs> <Chris> <laughs> we is, will fill you in, Larry. <laughs> Chris is
0: M.I.A. in Florida. Well, he's not missing. We know where he's at. Yeah, he's just he's in, not in action. I think he's in Florida. Hopefully. St. Pete. He said he did miss his flight, though. So was he supposed yeah. to be... We'll go back to that, but was he supposed to be back by now? No, he, like, he just left Tuesday. Oh. Uh, oh. What's today? Thursday. So a couple left, days ago.
1: I thought he left after the last show. No. Nah. Well, wow, okay. Okay, so so go back. So Chris said, I know
0: his voice. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Like, he uh, said that. He said <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know his voice. <laughs> but he's like, as we passed him, he's like... Cause there was a girl that went up first the stairs, then the guy followed and went by us. We went down to the parking garage and Chris was like, "Yeah, that was him." And I was like, "Okay." And he's like, uh, "I heard him say do like, 'Don't worry, he's gay,' to his, that girl. Like, they're, like thinking me and Chris are a gay couple or something. Not to worry. That's why like they might have been scared for their life because he yells at the top of his lungs. So I see. So I don't know. It was, <laughs> you seem fed up. Yeah, I mean something nobody wants to be around that. It's weird. It's so weird. It's like where we live at. Never seen this person. I don't even know for sure if it's a real person. I hope it is. But I mean something's gotta happen. Needs addressed.
1: Well it sounds like it's being addressed now.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Is it true that you are making an exit to Florida pretty soon here?
0: It's still not a hundred percent sure yet.
1: What percentage would you say it is? Tell the viewers. 50 50. Mm. Anything goes. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron's leaving us. He's leaving uh, Cleveland, potentially leaving Cleveland for
0: St. Petersburg. Like I said, it's not 100%
1: sure. I said potentially. Okay,
0: that's fair. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah,
1: so. Jeez,
0: we're getting in and out audio. Again? In and out burger. Oh, it sounds good to me. Mine's cutting in and out. It's probably the
1: headphones. Uh, Yeah. Because we're talking into the mics. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's technology, dude. I
1: know, I know. We've come a long way since, uh, like, my green screen studio from four weeks ago at the old house.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I like that spot. Shout out to Larry Bonton and Black Box Studios and yeah. Beachwood, a beautiful facility. Absolutely, podcasting, yeah, um, webcast, d- any t- any any type of
0: media. Dish. They do recording for like music too. No, 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 no oh. not really
1: music recording. No.
0: Okay, I didn't know if they had like couple booths or something.
1: They have live streaming.
0: Live streaming is a huge part of Black Box Productions. So So how many, like all the way down this hall is completely like studios like this? I don't know. I can't oh. really. Well,
1: I saw, I know one of the rooms. The door was open just now. They were just a bunch of workspaces. But this oh. is just uh, just an office building. Gotcha.
0: But the walls are so thick you can make it anything you want. How long has this place been here?
1: Feels like it was put here in the 40s. Huh? Feels like it was put here in the 40s, huh? No, I mean like. Ah. Larry. Yeah, Larry, I mean. He was down, um, there's another building across this, or uh, next door. Yeah. He was there for about six months or so. I think he just moved in here. I think he just moved to this building back in, had it been June or July, maybe Maybe May.
0: So, so how'd, how'd you guys link up? Like, how'd you? <laughs> wow. You guys so know each other for a while? Or
1: I guess th- at this point, yeah. So, I met him and it had to have been in the spring of 2018. 2018. Yeah. My cousin is a music producer. Shout out to Apollo97,
2: uh, he's a I music know. producer. And oh, um, you might have yeah. met
1: him before. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, yellow guy. Yeah. Dreads. No. I don't know,
0: like I don't no. <laughs> I think I would remember. Eh, yeah. Probably yeah. not. No. Maybe. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> not sure. It's 50 also. It's 50-50.
1: So Larry and I met when my cousin Langston was invited to a, it was a meet and greet slash a symposium for this one uh, artist, excuse mm-hmm. me, four artists. And the guy who put it on was the manager. His name was Half Midwest. Half Midwest is a representative for what, Warner Brothers Music. Okay. I think it's Warner Brothers Music. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but he had a bunch of guys there. He had a couple, uh, a couple young women there, a couple young guys there. Everything, piano, you know, DJs, producers. It was awesome. Great night. Yeah, I remember the Cavs were playing. It was like Game Three of the Conference Finals. Or something uh, the like conference that. Finals. Yeah, he had on the he had it, the TV on in the back room. I ended up selling, or excuse me, I ended up seeing Larry a couple of times. And we just were chopping it. Yeah. Um, creative people.
0: Yeah, they, they always find a way. Exactly. It. And you can always feel
1: it, right? right. So Larry and I was, were chopping. And I remember at the time, it was, this was not here. It was uh, off Miles Road, if you're from Cleveland. it's It was in Bedford in the Warrensville Heights area. at a, it, Basically in the um, in the warehouse district. And it was called the Dream Creative Complex. And so it was about seven, I think maybe eight guys all together pitched on rent. They all shared yeah. spaces. They shared yeah.
0: ideas. Yeah, uh, music guy, photographer, all um, different avenues. All creative. Yeah, all creative. Exactly. All That's different sick, avenues. Hall of creat- yeah. sick. That's so so I got, I really I really yeah.
1: fucked with it, yeah. and I fucked with Larry heavily. Um, so Larry, out of the eight guys, he was the one guy that I talked to the most out of the last three years. And it was it was hit or miss. You know, intermittently we I do work for him. Yeah. You know, and then I I go ghost for six months and I do work for him, and you know we do our own thing, and then I started doing my own thing. I started getting a uh, I got my first salary job at Hiring Optics. Uh, shout out to Tim Murawski. There's no way he'll ever see this. I should send him a link. <laughs> shout out to Tim, uh, my old boss, uh, video boss at the old job. So I was kind of you know, balls on the wall with that, and I couldn't really do much. And I remember it was around the time I got laid off by a Hiring Optics due to COVID that I saw something that reminded me of Larry. It's the funniest shit ever. Mm-hmm. So next, I guess across the street from the old Dream Creative Complex on Miles Road was uh, a funeral home, and I saw a funeral home vehicle. Not a funeral home. I think it was some kind of uh some kind of warehouse, maybe some kind of delivery warehouse. I forget what it was, but I saw it pass me as I was leaving my gym, and I was like, "Oh shit! I haven't talked to Larry in a while." Right. So I randomly gave him a call. I was in. I was on the east side. I was living in Lake at the time, so I call him, and I was asking how he was doing, and he just moved into this studio. Okay. Last time I saw him, he was it's at a different place. There, yeah, yeah, near the near the Slavic Village, uh 47th, and near downtown East 47th. And nice spot, but just a little, you know, a little far. And he's an east side guy. So, mm. so he said he was here. He said, he said to come through. I wasn't doing anything. So I came and checked it out. And ever since then, we've been keeping in contact nice. pretty regularly. And uh, I've, I've ended up helping, helping, uh, you know, throwing a couple of clients his way from my, from my uh, company, uh, doing live streaming of events yeah. and, and likewise. And he's having a lot of great advice, a lot of, a lot of different ideas. And we're getting ready to work on some, some pretty substantial things here pretty soon. So that's all I met Larry. Dang, I know. I know. Video people <laughs> always end up recirculating in a city like Cleveland. It's too small. Why do you think
0: that is the case? Because of how small it is. Just small. I
1: don't know. Oh, but so many options, but to see the same people. Even now, I've been doing this for about four years. For, I guess I've been freelancing for five years, and I start to see the same faces. So, um, if you're good, if you if you have a good product, if you're a good guy, you'll go
0: yeah. last. Cause right. you know, we You maintain that relationship, too, and they kind of have mutual friends in the industry and kind of, like, reference. It's like, hey, this I fuck with this guy. He's like, all right, I fuck with you. If you fuck with him, then let's exactly. work. Well, yeah, it's basically like that, probably. Just people vouching for each other.
1: Yeah. You know, right, like right. the mafia. Like, I got to vouch for this guy. I got to vouch for this guy. Yeah. same thing here.
0: You got to have a sponsor. Like, even yeah, because no one's going to... You have to understand that
1: the creative things, the creative side and these creative projects, for clients, this is not their main focus. So yeah. I mean, that's just how it is. I have a few clients who this is their main focus, videography, but or the videos that they want me to shoot. But for the, most, for the most part, it's their secondary or tertiary thought process. So you have to be absolutely on. You have to be good. You have to be always available. And you have to be sharp. And those types of people tend to, tend to recirculate, like Larry, like myself. And I, I think that it makes it easier for the client if you're always like that. And because there are so few people like that in the grand scheme of business that are exactly. odd sure. sharp, that's yeah. how the same people keep floating around and they keep doing great work too.
0: True. Mm-hmm. Sick,
1: dude. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It, it, it is sick. It is sick. Well, because you know what it, what it was? Uh, I had a guy who, I know this guy. He's uh, not a friend. Uh, just, I, I just know him. Uh, my cousin is actually friends with him more so, but he's, I would say the top videographer in the city. Runs oh, the sure. top video video production company in Cleveland. Uh, shout out to Mike Klum. Uh, Klum, Klum Creative channel. is the name of his company. Uh, real smooth guy. He's from the west side. Uh, smooth guy. First
0: cousin second cousin? No,
1: my cousin, uh, my, I guess he was my second cousin. He, uh, he Mike Clum, made his first music video. Uh, I'm actually working on my cousin's music videos now, so it's cool. Oh, uh, Mike's about 10 years old with me or something like that. Eight years older. Okay. Um, I met with Mike uh, this summer uh, in June. My cousin, he was going up there to his studio, very sick studio. He does a lot of product photography too. So it's a bunch of different places. Mm-hmm. And he was there to basically edit his music video. Um, and it was awesome seeing a professional, a man with millions of dollars. Yeah. Work. I mean, this dude is nuts the way he edits. I go super fast? Or is he just yeah. very thorough in his business and very fast. Yeah. Because you don't have to be thorough, you know, you're not writing a fucking novel. No, you're but you're I'm just saying minutes. like
0: you're they're thorough in what their direction is. Like they you know where they're going, like they're not wasting time. No,
1: he knew. He knew exactly. Okay. He always has an idea. Right. And he, I, I, I said one thing. Or I said one time, or excuse me, the one thing I said to him. I go, uh, what you, do you give me advice for me? Like, how should I? You know, yeah. I got so many projects. Like, you know, what do I do?" He's just like, "Edit faster."
2: Really? Right. <laughs> and I go, "Holy shit!" It's the most simple
1: advice, but and, but right. I really didn't take. I didn't internalize that because I always like take my time on projects. And sure. and yeah, you should. But if you're not chefing a video or editing it literally, you could be thinking about it, which is the same As mental editors. aspect. Actually, editing it, having it in front of you, it's the same thing exactly. So when you're thinking about it more, you be sure you can be faster. And that was the best piece of advice he ever gave me. He gave me another piece of advice, and he said to do cold calling. And I tried to do cold calling, but as God this is my
0: witness, it never this worked. Call list yeah,
1: thing? dude, I had Bride I databases. I could Where do you my get phone. all
0: the the names and everything? Like People Google? to reach out to. Oh. Shout out to Google. Um, so you wouldn't have any like background on these people, just just cold call.
1: No, I would whatever. put the name. Well, it wouldn't really be people. Companies. Oh, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be the company, okay, yeah. Yeah. The, you know, that's the the email address, people. phone numbers, and um, their website, yeah. and then they had a YouTube channel. I wouldn't mark if they had a YouTube channel in the spreadsheet. Maybe I should have, but I would always keep a mental note if they had YouTube channels. But most of the people that I was calling, the companies that I was calling, didn't have that kind of a media presence, which is where I thought I could fit in. But I cold-called a bunch of people, and I never got any yeses. It never really never worked out. And Then again, I didn't, granted, I didn't do it that long. Yeah. Because I kind of, the word of mouth thing blew up for me this past seven months or so. But well, it just didn't work for me. But that was a good piece of advice that he gave me. It was a really good piece of advice. It just didn't work. That's the last thing you got to remember, cause, just because it worked for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. True. You definitely know
0: how that goes. Right, right, right. I mean, you could take his advice, try it, and like I said, not work for you. But there's probably a hundred other people that are kind of like you and went your way and got out with me, got that connection like that. I don't know. Mm. No, you're right. What would you say your biggest connection was, like, that seven-month period ago, like, back? What kind of, just word of mouth kind of broke it for you? Getting more opportunity?
1: It was, I would say there's two things that happened. And one of them was a little more than seven months ago. But we didn't start going into fruition until about seven months ago. It was my new, uh, financially and schedule-wise, my biggest client, the Students of Promise. Shout out to Bob Ivory. Uh, He, uh, one of of the guys that uh, does work for his program. Guy I went to college with us and yeah. Mike told me he saw I saw a video I did. Uh, it was a turkey drive giveaway. And it was yeah. awesome, Right, I really I felt like I killed it before I even did the video. I All love right those videos when you know you did a fantastic job before. Before it. Even, old, even how how do you get that feeling? I, like, I just had it in I saw the video in my head. You
0: just felt but God. I also
1: had a feeling that this video would put me into different company than I'd previously been scratching and clawing to get into.
0: Next level.
1: And that was right. Exactly. Next. Bob told me to give him a call the week after that. Didn't end up, didn't end up giving him didn't end up connecting until about a month later. He's a very busy guy, right. and he said, I'm, "I want to do this, this, and this with the Students of Promise Program: podcasting, more videos, more hands-on,
0: yeah. uh, arts, creative uh, know, the the website. They've you doing some website. Yeah,
1: that that just I just got commissioned to do the website nice. uh, two days ago.
0: Yeah. Oh, sick. So
1: the Students of Promise was huge because the, the program's in five schools. It's a closing the achievement gap initiative, and the achievement gap is why our. Black students and Latino students don't perform as well as our white counterparts in certain areas. And there's a bunch of different factors and, and reasons why. And the Students Promise aims to not only uh, you know, point out those factors to the kids, but to overcome these factors. And we do that by taking them on exposure trips. So, for example, one of the first trips I went on was to Al- Alabama and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Consequently, we also are shooting the documentary down there while we were down there. But it was a college tour to Alabama State.
0: Okay.
1: One of the kids from Maple Heights, one of the programs, got accepted there. And Bob... Yes. Knows the president of the of the university, uh, Doctor John Ross, and he got him a tour with the president. I'm meeting with the president. Thank we sat down for 40 minutes inside the office. Dude. I got all the footage in my in my laptop. It's it's stuff like that that gives them motivation to say, okay, I don't have to just stay or be delegated to this one lifestyle. Sure. Which it's cool for me to see. I never was able to. I never really felt that myself. I came from a super privileged, middle class suburban spot. So it is nice for me to it be. It's nice for me to be able to make an impact on different demographic, even though the same color skin for the most We're part.
0: Different background, different, different background, upbringing, yeah. different values, who knows. You get it. And religions. So many different factors lead into human experience, mm-hmm. who they are with their character and who they're involved with too.
1: Even even fewer, even, excuse, even more factors in human nature, mostly American nature, as to why there's an achievement gap. So that program and the work the program does is so important to the government that they receive federal funding, they receive uh, funding from the county, Cuyahoga County. So that's one of the reasons I've been able to just kind of start to blow up out of the bag because of the bigger budgets that these people have, yeah. this, this uh, organization has. So that was one guy. And then I guess it was eight months ago, uh, I had a, I had a guy approach me, one of my clients I did video work for, Zoe Godden. Uh His name is Raymond, and he wanted to invest in the company.
0: And oh yeah, I, I did see that. He's a, he's a rap, hip yeah, hopster. He's in hip hop or one rapper? of his things. That would that would even or he, would he even has say so that many different so many things. He has that's good clothing cool.
1: company, investment company, a home health aid company. Um, he's a just he's just an investor, I would say. I mean, on the phone I was with, I was on the phone with him the other day. He was, yeah. he just listed off like four different spots that he said he was a, he was an owner, and I'm just like, when the hell did you get this? Like, no, he just like he's
0: just got he's in it like he has no he's been like, in it. <laughs> I was just like, why when did this happen? Man. He's
1: the type of man who he has just, his. He has a lot of different eggs in several different baskets: white eggs, yellow eggs, brown eggs. Right, <laughs> every basket. Right. He's got his hand in the video production companies. He's an investor in Fresh Tuesday's, my company. He's an investor in a lounge in Cleveland, uh, several Airbnbs. So when he started to take an interest in my company, more so than just me doing videos for its hip hop side, yeah, that's when it started to pop off, because he's, he, he's 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 one of I would say the premier people in my life that can get my foot to a lot uh-huh. of different doors. Shout out to Oh, God, it should be Raymond. Uh, new line of Fresh Tuesday shirts coming out soon, produced by his clothing company, Damn.
0: exclusive avenue. Where do we, uh, what's the website to get those? So it'll be uh, Fresh
1: Tuesdays.com be freshtuesdays.com slash merch. Freshtuesdays.com slash out?
0: Are they out right now, or is there a certain?
1: They'll be out the fourth week of November, November, November I think.
0: November. How many different, is that? Is there any other designs for the Fresh Tuesday? or? The
1: first one we're going to do is called Blue Vision. It's a blue shirt. I'll put okay. a picture up so you guys can see. It's a blue T shirts just, just like this, except
0: blue. And yeah. yeah, it looks sick. I was
1: going to wear it today, but I wanted to keep it. I wanted to keep, you know, want, Well, no, no, no.
0: It smells a shirt. <laughs> I'm <was> just saying. <laughs>
1: I just washed it. I was like, you know what? It smells good. I want it to sm- stay smelling good because. It's going to be
0: fresh. Well, I mean, it's, it's fresh. fresh. And, it's, and it's Thursday. I mean, well, I am getting that. Right, it's th- it's uh, <laughs> What is it? Today's
1: Thursday. It's still a T fresh just tea. Well, whatever. So, <laughs> <my> fucking th- <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the story of what's going on. Commercial's coming off of that as well. Shooting it in Cleveland, and the shooting one scene in Miami.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah, When's going to Miami. That? When are you shooting
1: then? 11-8. November 8th. 8th. Yeah. November's going to be a massive month.
0: Now, are you going to be in Florida for most of November, or just for a week for a Miami
1: trip? No, I'll be all over. So the first week of November, we're going to be in San Francisco with the Students of Promise on okay. college tour. Uh, and then we're doing... One interview, maybe two interviews for the documentary, uh, Black History Matters, or excuse me, Why Black History Matters, uh, Standing on the Shoulders of Giants, uh, out probably March 2022, plugging myself there. Um, so that'll be the first- Plug week. away. Plug, plug, plug. Just plug it up. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be one of the, that'll be the first week, and then I'll be home that weekend, and then the week of the 8th, uh, one of my friends, Caroline, who is a very talented model uh, in Charleston, she- she she's an agent in yeah. Miami who is a killer. She's been getting her a bunch of gigs. So she nice. invited me to come out and do some behind-the-scenes stuff. Or I'm going to do some behind-the-scenes okay. stuff of her photo shoot. Okay. And then I'm also, since she's my friend, whenever it's going to have her toss-on the FTP shirt and Represent. get a little, uh, yeah. Like yeah. part of the commercial. And then after that, um, we're going to be in Charlotte. we got another college trip uh, with Students Promise. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Most University of them are probably out.
0: University of Charlotte? No, a it's Charlotte AM. Term. Oh, Charlotte oh, A&M or
1: and I just got the itinerary this uh, afternoon. I didn't get a chance to look at oh, like oh, it. Man. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. We'll mean be that. in Raleigh. I didn't mean <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> no, I'll put you on the spot. I'm sorry. I'm always on the spot. You are. That's you're, the thing about it. You if you're a businessman, you've got to be spot. on the spot. That's why you always have to be sharp. You've got to uh, be sharp. You have to answer any question from angle. You have to be a
0: butcher knife. Machete! Machete! Where's Chris at? Where do you need him? To do a weird voice. Well, like that movie or movies. Mortal Kombat, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I have never seen Mortal
0: Kombat. You've never seen Mortal Kombat? Mm-mm. Are you no. serious? Never. The original one? Never. You gotta check it. It's pretty good. I don't think I will.
1: Dude, come on. I, I have been told to check out a bunch of movies that I've never
0: checked out. Probably well, that's a good, good sign. That means you're busy and you're doing you. Or it means I don't give a fuck about what people tell me to do. Or that. Yeah. I
1: it's respect. hard to tell.
0: I respect.
1: Well, No, I
0: think, I think what you said.
1: What's that? It's better. What is Too busy. To
0: be busy. No, I, I think it's a sign of uh, you're busy and you're. Like, you want to watch shit that you want to watch. You're not going to just watch Mortal Kombat because I said, right. hey, you should watch Mortal Kombat. I've never heard
1: someone bring up that point, but it is quite a commitment to watch a show or a movie, mentally and physically. Oh, especially especially so now. Stuff. Especially now, too. Because you
0: can just get down a rabbit hole so fast. Like, yeah, a whole day gone.
1: Piss it away yeah. watching
0: TV. Like, it's hard right now for people to, like, train their attention because they they consciously kind of know they're like on this device so much but it's hard to like pull it back because the dopamine rush that we get from it and it's just habit we're nature we're creatures of habit in general human beings sure which is why over the past week and a half i'd say i've been trying to
1: break that habit i've been trying to i've still been posting on the gram but i don't socialize on the gram anymore more yeah. snapchat I'm, I'm done with it and same with texting I'm, I'm texting way less now uh, but the productivity is one of the things but also I just don't give a fuck about you what's going on down. these applications true anyway, the last thing I saw on Instagram scrolling wise was this one video right it was Shaq yeah big diesel had to be a video from like 2013 2014 when he just retired and he was out in some McDonald's and some there's a, a homeless guy sitting at the counter Yeah. Excuse me, sitting at a uh, booth. Oh, he's Sitting inside the booth. They let him inside. You let him inside. Shaq's talking to him. He's just like, hey, you hungry, big dog? And uh, the guy's like, yeah. He's like, you want one McChicken or two McChickens? The guy goes, I just want one. So Shaq goes over, buys him a McChicken, and that's it, right? So I start reading the comments because that's what people want to do, right? We want to see what other people are doing. I am curious. So it was nothing but retardation. So the first thing I read was, I love how Shaq, being 6'8", you still call the guy Big Dog, even he's though he's bigger than him. Though. Whatever. He's yeah. a
0: foot. I don't get a foot
1: but foot it. Yeah, I No, no I, bro, I gotta get this out. For real. Listen. <laughs> he's like, I it's so I love how Shaq calls him Big Dog, even though he's he's taller than him. I'm just like, okay. Then the next comment goes, I love how the guy, the homeless guy, only asked for one new chicken instead of two, even though he knows Shaq can afford it I'm because he's a billionaire. He can
0: get a the, the comment
1: replying to that goes, Yeah, but <laughs> The homeless guy was probably malnutrition and if he ate more than one he would have gotten sick and I was like, I'm done with god. this one. <laughs> oh my god, you know <laughs> That's the last thing I saw on Instagram and that's how uh, I knew I was I done with it.
0: <laughs> I get it. yeah. This is a problem for a lot of people. It's a
1: problem because a they see that type of stupidity and meaninglessness and they still down. suck it in. Yeah. And they, they say, Oh, this is yep, this is it, this is normal. This is what I want to subject myself to this all the time. If you need to reach me, you have my phone number. Or it's on my website, which everyone can get to. Yeah. FreshTuesdays.com. But this Instagram shit is so stupid. And Snapchat. The Snapchat Discover page has been offensive to me the last year.
0: I can't, yeah, it just sucks the fucking soul out of you if you get on it. Like I said, if you get down on it, it's hard to get yourself out of it sometimes.
1: Yes, it can. Yes, it can be.
0: Can you share any tips that you've been using no. Like, lately? No, I that's can't. it has been helping? I can't. There's no habit? No, I just got just, just so mad. And we I just I gotta just get like, pissed. I think we people to the be, point to do something. Read yeah. comments to the point where just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Never kidding. I don't want to read this ever again.
1: I'd never want to have to be around this stupidity at one point. I can't give advice yeah. to anyone else.
0: Right. Like I just, they're too I, far gone, I, dude. I just don't uh, care. <laughs> <Are laughs> so I yeah, yeah, right, right. right. I got I got. That's what I mean. It's a good sign that you're. Yeah, not, it's you're like you're on, I'm not living a different life. You're focused on you exactly. And yeah, Instagram's so fucking fake. And it's to a point of, like, how do we get out of this? Like, we can. We got algorithms. Like, they can track your likes, and they're just going to keep showing what you like based on, you sure. know, shit you click on. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, I
1: uh, I was on Instagram. This had to be two weeks ago.
0: I'm going to check this mic for a second. I'm
1: going to talk and do this. I was, talking, uh, I was on the ground. And it had to have been, no, it had to be more than two weeks ago. But whatever it was, it was a day that... It was the day
0: that the iOS update came out. That's what it was. Okay, let's start again. Do you have to take those updates? Because I always decline
1: them. Yeah, the last one I had to because for some reason the phone firmware, I think that's the right word, it wouldn't, use, it wouldn't work with the data. Like, I couldn't use the Internet. It said my phone was not connected to the Internet because I didn't have the newest update. So I remember that day I just did a, a video for, uh, I, do, I, do, I do this video for, Park, Park Social uh, Club downtown, okay, and they posted it the same day that Instagram went down. And so I went on Instagram to see how you know how it was doing. Right. A couple of the, uh, the promoter posted it, the DJ posted it, and I'm like, what the fuck? Instagram's not working. So All right, six
0: hours, right?
1: A long time. Yeah. So then I started to go texting people on my phone.
0: Just to see if it was the same on their
1: end? No, so no, 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 no. I was just just, just like texting, oh, just, just yeah, conversations. Yeah, yeah. And then I realized that my text wasn't sending unless it was on my laptop. Okay. Because the laptop is connected to Wi-Fi, not data. So then I started texting people, like, is your Instagram down? Like, I don't want to sound like a 15 year old, but like, yeah, is your Instagram down, bro? <laughs> like, fuck, is your gram down? It's a deep voice for your 15 year old. I know. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I've been around some 15 year olds that have deeper voices than me. <laughs> yeah, they're taller than me, I swear. That's true. Well, so, anyway, I, uh, I remember the one day that the gram was down. I saw, oh, you know what? This was a week ago then, because it was it was some time had elapsed, but. I went down this rabbit hole like you're referring to and I, saw, I came upon this post from this woman, I think she was a dance studio teacher, or something like that, but she was making a mental health post. And she just goes, wow, wouldn't it be great if Instagram was down like once a, once a week? Like that'd be great for everyone's mental health. And that's when I started to realize that
0: I'm mentally different than a lot of
1: people who need
0: Something you is. You need the system to shut off for you to be okay? Like, you could just do that any other day. <laughs> that shows you it's addictive. But people who always want to play victim. Sad. We need accountability. People need fucking held responsible for shit. That's just not For a lot of things. That's just my opinion. People are lazy as fuck. <laughs> that is. Yeah, that accounts for a lot of the equation, too. Laziness, never getting the discipline to say when they're younger. I'm not saying everybody, but that has a lot to do with it. Hmm. I have a client who, um,
1: the same gentleman who put me in contact with the Students of Promise.
0: I went to college with him, and he played football
1: at the college. I went to John Carroll. Shut out. shut up, John Carroll. Go Blue Streaks. JCU. Mm-hmm. So the defensive coordinator at the time is now the head coach of the Chargers, Brandon Staley.
0: Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Facts, facts.
1: Hell of a And Mike would always say, uh, excuse me, Brandon would always you know, tell, the, tell the guys, and Mike would always say this in his public speaking, can you stand the loneliness of discipline? That was the phrase he always echoed in the locker rooms, Coach Daly. Can you stand the loneliness of discipline? Can you stand the loneliness of discipline? And I've started to feel that recently. Um, because I, I put a lot of late nights in and early mornings, and I don't really consider time as a factor anymore. I just think things need to be done when they need to be done. It doesn't matter what time it is. But I find myself alone in that mental thought process and that thinking oh it's seven o'clock on friday i'm gonna go have a drink with my friends i'm gonna go zone out get high and watch tv that's on the couch i'm not gonna work because it's seven o'clock on a friday or it's four o'clock on sunday my cardinals are playing i'm not gonna do any work that's a lonely mentality when you can say it's one o'clock my browns are on
0: but i have a fuckload to
1: do and my name is more important and a bunch of niggas with jerseys, you know, with names on their back jerseys. Mm-hmm.
0: They're making 32 mil.
1: Exactly. I, I don't need to sacrifice my money, whatever I'm making, which is a fraction of what they're making, to watch them. Because that is going to, in turn, compromise my schedule. Mm-hmm. Discipline. You must be disciplined if you're going to achieve something great. And I'm on the verge. I'm on the way. You are. I, I, think, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, I feel it. I dude, feel
1: it. It's because I'm disciplined. I don't. I don't let myself get out of my structure. I'm very rigid, very formal, To a, maybe to a fault. I don't give a fuck because I know that if I stay disciplined, it will separate me from the rest of the pack. And it already has. Well, you're already
0: seeing results from that action. sure. And it, from seeing that, you're like, well, I just got to keep grinding and grinding and keep on this path that I've already set. It's only going to get better and better results. just like weightlifting. Boxing, any other thing you do in life, repetition, repetition, routine, routine, it's gonna probably lead to you being a better boxer, basketball player, whatever yeah. it is. What's the thing you need to have though? Fucking discipline. For to get discipline?
1: No, I am saying what's the thing you need to have to be great? The discipline it's that so comes to Was talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's lonely though. Like thinking. Oh, I, yeah. I saw you. I saw your because eyes. You, you were like really thinking about that statement because that's oh, how I was it, when it, I heard it.
0: because you kind of feel it, like. You gotta take yourself, like you said, you take yourself away from the party, basically what the social so-called life yeah. or whatever it may be that's proclaimed to be the end thing to be doing. You're sacrificing that, say, at your age, in your twenties, mm-hmm. to fucking focus on your business and you're a fucking entrepreneur. You're doing all, that, you're doing your shit. Exactly. A lot of kids ain't doing that. <laughs> no, that's the, the kids. <laughs> They're still kids. There's still kids mentality, like mindset. Yeah. You're, you're, you're past that. You can you're very mature. Like, how old are you? Like, twenty three. Just turned
1: twenty five, last month. Yeah,
0: yep. you're, you're ahead of the curve, by Miles. And that's a that's a big thing. For sure.
1: And the discipline is going to keep me there.
0: Yeah. You know, at this that point, elevate you higher and higher. I think exactly, exactly. The more and more, you keep going. Your name, that reputation. Like you said, yeah. your name's on the line when you're the Browns. They're going to get paid what they get paid, regardless. You're you dictate what you're going to be getting. What you're valid value is in the exactly. in the industry and what, what you're trying to accomplish.
1: Absolutely. That's such a great point. And my mom always mm-hmm. made a joke. She said the Browns should get fined every time they lose when the Browns were ass, <laughs> which was like the majority of my life. <laughs> so I, I look at that the same way with me. Well, you know, I I, I get fined every time I don't do well because that's yeah. a video you're not gonna get to client you're not gonna get. So it's important to always be sharp and to stay disciplined to on your same path so you can always be ready.
0: And you're going to people, oh, so hard. How, every, How the fuck every is it day, hard to do what you love? Every day? Well, the, uh, the issue is, is finding what you love to do and do it for a career. I, that's, Dude, a, that's a very hard thing for a lot of people. I mean, I hear you. And yeah. I, 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 don't, I, I yeah, that's I, I get that. I,
1: and I definitely don't take that lightly. I've definitely right. been blessed to find what I like to do at an early age. And know it and just pounce on it. Yeah. I didn't fuck around. I didn't try to, no, let me go to grad school. Fuck that. I'm, I'm getting this stuff. fucking money.
2: Right. I didn't finish
1: school because I was getting this fucking money. Mm-hmm. I had 27 credits left. But I was doing videos for US and VASJ, two private schools in the area. i will go to school from 9 to noon, and then chef and edit vids the rest of the day. No time for school. I was getting the money. I was getting after connections. But those, those connections I was making at 20 years old,
2: yeah,
1: way more important than a college degree. I okay. mean, and I don't give a fuck if anyone says differently.
0: No, that's very true. I can't. It's cliche. It's who you know, not what you know. Oh, and I know some motherfuckers that have yeah, money true. Put money in my pocket,
1: bro. Exactly. <laughs> it's very, I mean, yeah. you kind
0: of got to know a little bit to get somewhat in the door. Can't be a dumbass. But it's kind of who your contacts and who your connects and plugs are, really.
1: That's why when you asked me that question of who has helped me in the last six months when I, when I mentioned that, that was a great question because those two men, because of who they know, I've met so many countless other people.
2: Yeah.
1: Just based, based on who I know. Mm-hmm. No college degree. <laughs> no, they don't fucking ask. I say, okay. so, hi, my name is Tommy Richmond, the president of Fresh Tuesday's Productions. Let's have a meeting. That's it. That's all, you all you need is it. that
0: one minute, like, first time meeting somebody, that impression. Like, you set that tone right off the get, and they get that vibe, and you just look them right in the eyes, tell them honestly who you are and what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, fuck, they don't give a fuck about your credentials. They got your reference from whoever it may be, and they're fucking in. And whoever the
1: they got it from is probably one of their friends. person. Here, respect- yeah. Exactly. You know yeah. what? Once you deliver on good work, the rest is history. I always have a phrase: the video edits itself, the story's gonna write itself as long as you keep doing the same work. You know? yeah. You Can't blow up on people. You can't freak out on people. I'm not. Because you like can
0: more. That could be like a domino effect. You freak oh, yeah, out yeah. on one person. Who yeah. knows later? To who at the
1: bar, right?
0: Yeah. He's got a, he's got a beer with someone else. He runs the yeah. True. I, yeah, I've been given this scenario the, before.
1: I've had learning curves for sure. Yeah, yeah. I would love to t- say it now, but it, it was just so so recent that I would hate to say it. Um, but I, I've had learning curves. You know, oh, that's, yeah. that's
0: the part of it, being young, right? You know, but that's how you learn. You gotta fuck shit. Gotta learn. Yeah, learn the
1: hard way. Whenever I I teach kids, I teach <laughs> it's KJs, kids, it's I teach like kids all the time, man. You gotta, you're not gonna I can learn if you don't do it. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't learn anything by
0: watching. Just sitting back and that's not learning. No, that's just experience. It's- Observing, observing, sure. You can yeah. learn from it, but I think most people are kinetic. Like they gotta be hands on and yeah, physically just fucking do it and feel it.
1: I agree with that. I I, I absolutely agree with that. You, I, most of the people I know, you know, you gotta like, you gotta touch it. You know, I gotta, I
2: mm-hmm.
1: gotta do it. The kinetic
0: is kinetic. Is that the word? That uh, the kinetic is more. Learning. Yeah, you gotta, on feel, touch, mm-hmm. to to learn.
1: That was me. For sure. And that makes sense why me being a a videographer now, why why I am a videographer now, because everything about videography is hands-on. I think
0: you would be a little bit of both a visual and kinetic, because you have to have that visual to be in what industry you're in right now. Yeah, I got to see it, for sure. You're right. So what is it, visual, kinetic, and... Uh, audiological. Audio, yeah, yeah, hear it. Yeah, yeah. But dude,
1: if I hear yeah. shit, I'm f- I'll forget the shit. I need... True. <laughs> I, I'm the same, like, I can't
2: really yeah. <laughs> I was like, can you write that back for me one more time? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well,
0: you got them flashcards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, you it would been funny if I actually finished, but I was going to
1: say I graduated college because of flashcards, but I graduated high school because of flashcards, I guess. My yeah. mom would be a flashcard, not Z. I mean, so she my mom's just, the same way. Same way. Well, I feel like that's the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. Look, quick. What's it? Okay, this is, the good of, this is it
0: then you just kind of keep going over it. If you miss it, retain it, you just keep slapping it with you until you memorize that shit, how to spell it or definition or whatever.
1: I use flashcards. I utilize flashcards a lot for Spanish. Oh, really? It was, it, was, it was smooth, really smooth way to
2: learn.
0: I took Spanish for like two years just because I think you had to if you wanted to go to college possibly. Yeah. kind of had to have two years of language. I think I took it yeah. in ninth grade, then took it my senior year. Not a good. It's not a good decision. Yeah, you can't. I was so bad. Oh, can bad. you imagine if you were trying to learn English
1: though? How much more fucked oh you'd be. My
0: God. <laughs> they say English is hard. Probably the hardest to learn if you're. I nine. say that too. I, I learned it out the womb because think
1: about how many different meanings. Yeah. All of. She all The dialects too like
0: change everything too. Yeah, with the context. Different bro, you go to Utah, they sound different than they do. Utah, here. there's they sound a d- different. They have an accent. I didn't. It, know. it
1: sounds a little different, bro. Really? And I'm sure. I, I mean, different. I'm sure. Well, you know like The city, not the city. I'm talking about fucking.
0: You know, this I mean, Utah like State sticks like. Oh, you're talking about hillbillies.
1: Well, not just necessarily that, but am have same kind sorry. of draw. Well, yeah, you are provocative. This guy, you're appropriating someone.
0: Sorry, I, I remember. What we're Please don't about cancel it. me. Um, yeah, I don't uh, think we will. Nah, no, <laughs> <watches.
2: laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> But that's the thing, though. Like, even with anything, it's like, for me, like, staying yeah. in in it and producing content yeah. and still like, cons- even if it's not getting what you want, it's just, it doesn't happen overnight. It's cons- just consistently doing it. And I, that's what I've learned from like doing music because I'm like on and off with it. Like mm-hmm. I haven't made a song in like a year just because I just don't feel it creatively. That's how I am. It like to a, feel it. It I have to feels. feel it. I have to feel. I have to be like inspired to do it. What inspires you on the music side? Like what? I what mean, f- if something to get me inspired for music again is maybe even just watching like a YouTube documentary or even just seeing an artist that I respect or maybe somebody coming up and like seeing that and I'm like okay. I don't mean, know it's like a challenge, but I don't know. music it's tough. I see. I mean know. anything it sounds like. I mean anything in general, yeah. I see. What's
1: the last uh what's the last song you, you released?
0: Red Pill. Red Pill, okay. That was probably not twenty twenty, was it? Was it nineteen? No, it was like March twenty one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That was the last one. Gotcha. It was weird, like I started rap like rapping when I was like fourteen just because like Eminem, is never idol. seen anything like it. White boy's idol. It was a white boy. <laughs> I'm not gonna front. Like he was the one that like got me to start actually like writing shit down. Like I'm I favorite. love DMX and Jay Z, Nas. Piece of DMX, like most stuff and fucking uh, you know the locks. I uh, like the hardcore '90 shit. I got you. Rough Rider shit. Jade Kiss, that was P represent. <laughs> I,
1: I've got a client that I'd you, I you should uh, check out his SoundCloud. I'm doing this video for him.
0: He's uh, 58, but he he does 90s grunge. Okay. All it's like. Uh, have you heard of Griselda? They're out right. right now. No. They're they're hard. They're from Buffalo. They're, they're Griselda. Gris- wow. Griselda. They're like three, uh, three gentlemen. Three. Yeah, guys? Benny the Butcher, Westside Gun, and um, Conway the Machine. I've heard of them before because I have a lot sure.
1: of friends from John Carroll
0: that are from they're Buffalo. So hard. It's so grimy, like, I'm, like, listening to it now, like, eh, you are know, mm. shooting a lot of people. <laughs> Mocking <Muffin laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you gotta do what you gotta do, but uh, I live by some uh, moral ethics that I can't cross that line. That's just me. I respect you, for sure. You gotta feed your family, you gotta do what you gotta do. Everyone's
1: gotta eat. Dogs, dogs gotta eat, especially. I
0: mean, yeah, dogs are hungry. Speaking of
1: dogs, dogs it's about that time for me it to get out of here. Have, this dog's gotta eat. I gotta get out of here. He about, right at that forty-five minute mark. Yeah. Oh shit! How's that uh, I, You know, time flies when you're having a real conversation.
0: I kind of just wanted to just uh, talk about that documentary real quick. Oh but yeah. I mean, that, I don't know if that's gonna waste no, too much yeah. time. Which one? The one with the the, <laughs> the mob? Is he a mobster or is he? a... I see. Yes, yeah, so he's elk? a. He's that's a what I'm interested professional. in.
1: Professional. So the book uh, that was written about him. Yeah. The guy who wrote oh, it. Right. He wrote this. The the Kill the Irishman, the Danny Green movie. Uh, Rick per- Rick Parello.
2: He, he wrote He the wrote the book. Okay,
1: that was option for the motion picture. Okay, it was option for the picture. I think in like 08, because he wrote the book in like oh five. I want to say. Okay, and it came out in twelve. Um, this guy was a master burglar. That's what Rick Perello has in... That's that's what he describes him as. Shout out to Rick Perello. Master burglar. Master burglar. And then the book Super Thief that uh, was written about Phil Christopher. It's called Super Thief, and then. Below it, it says, Master Burglar, the Mafia, and one of the biggest bank burglaries in the United States. And he put on, he was the mastermind, I shouldn't say mastermind, but he was one of the main uh, agitators, if you will, okay. in pulling off the biggest heist. It's in 1972. Seven, I think it was six or seven gentlemen, mostly from Cleveland and in, in the Youngstown area. A couple guys from Erie, one guy from Erie. Yeah. They went to California. And they, they, you know, they had known about it. They got a tip, of course, for a while. So they, they went to California. A, they had an insider? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, not, not an insider. They had a tip on the, the fact that there was just a bunch of bunch of shit in there. Bonds. Mostly uh, jewelry. They, okay. Jewelry, bad jewelry bad. and bonds was a big thing back in the 70s. This is yeah. 1972, mind you. Bonds, and, of course, yeah. cash. So they go there. They had to go. I don't know. They are probably there for about three weeks or so. They end up getting a condo. You know, they were there. They scoped it out. They had one guy there that would just, you know, be inside the condo. That would, you know, let them in. And what makes sure everything was all right. A very organized group. They, had two guy, guy lookout guys, they guys inside, you know, outside. It was it was fantastically put together, right. and they ended up pulling off the biggest heist. They made their entry through the roof like savages, and they and they got yeah. it out. And they ended up you know they ended up getting away with what it for What time a while. was this that night? Middle of the night. Middle and you night. know it was actually interesting. I don't want to ruin the book, but no, I mean someone fucked up, and they ended up having to go back the second night. So you know banks were closed Saturdays, what they fuck Sundays about. back then. They didn't bring something. They didn't bring... Uh, I forget what... I, forgot the, I think it was a, a tool. They didn't tool? bring or something like that? Okay. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Or or there was some there was some uh, alarm that they
0: weren't prepared for. But um, in
2: yeah. any event,
1: they ended up having to go back the second night. So it was literally <laughs> two days. Hey, you,
0: that's balls. He's a shit. How the fuck... The
1: balls on use? this guy. I Dude, listening to him talk, the doctor... I, I mean, it. the interviews are nuts. I got my hand over my mouth half the time I'm trying not to geek out at the shit he's saying. He's a savage. Yeah, amazing career. Yeah. So... We're doing a documentary series about him. It's called Phil Christopher Unmasked. Uh, we created a streaming platform. Fresh Tuesdays has created a streaming platform.
0: When, when will that be launching? Do you have a set date on that yet? The, the streaming
1: platform is out right now. The trailer's available to watch.
0: On uh, Fresh Tuesdays. On, so on oh.
1: StreamSuperThief.com. Stream yeah, stream but I think we're going to launch the first season. I think it should be ready. It's in production right now. should be ready, in, in, I'd like to say, by Christmas. I'd like I to finish this before... We finished shooting my other documentary that we're that we're working on. So, but yeah, I, th- th- I think this is going to get some traction. I wanna I wanna promote it first yeah. properly. I wanna yeah. drop several trailers and teasers. So I want it to be done for a month before I even release it. Because if I need to you know go back and switch something, I will. Because right. this is this is, this, this is my name, and this might go team. this might yeah. go somewhere huge. I already got a movie about the guy. You know, the books written about him. And what makes matters even more interesting? Actually, I won't even say this part. I'll, just, I'll leave it at that. I'll tell you off the camera. But uh, this is a very interesting sc- scenario, so stay tuned for StreamSuperThief.com. and that'll be all be linked on my website as well, and uh, you'll know when you'll know when the time's ready. But the guy is from Cleveland, Ohio, so that's why it's awesome. He's it's it's preserving Cleveland history. What we're doing, I'm a history we're nut. Right. You know that. I love history, and, and
0: yeah,
1: I'm learning a lot of shit about the '60s and '70s. Right. I was born in '96, so I don't really know that stuff. What from people different, tell me. Different world, man. Different world. Fuck, yeah. Different Cleveland.
0: They didn't have phones. They didn't have cell
1: phones. They didn't have cell phones. Banks were closed on Saturdays. <laughs> Banks were closed on
0: Saturdays. They didn't have coronavirus.
1: No, oh, they're a Spanish guy. Yeah, though. they are. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: they're get just, out of here, huh? All right. All it's right. been a great show. Yeah. It was good uh catching up with Tom Bat. Yeah. He's my he's my main man. Wish him the best in everything he does. Good. Thanks it's for having me. It's always a pleasure to talk with the man. Yeah, likewise. Thanks for having me on. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Second time on the show.